Hey podcast, I hope you're well and welcome to hashtag Ask Dan. Now this is a new Q&A style podcast where I'll be answering your questions. I can provide much more detail to my answers than I'd be able to in a LinkedIn response. This is something I thought might be useful to you guys as if one person has a question, the chances are other people do too. So if you do have a question, either send me a DM on LinkedIn or any of the socials or just drop me a note to dan at careerdad.co.uk and then please you know, do comment, do let me know how you find this format, if it works for you, if you're enjoying it um, and I'm looking forward to it. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Dan. So these seem to be going quite well, getting some good positive feedback from these. So thank you very much. If you are listening, always, always a pleasure to hear how you like them. I like doing them, so they're going to carry on regardless. Uh, but it's always better if uh, if you guys are enjoying them too. So um, this this week, there's I've got my three questions. So thank you for everyone who's submitted a question. Um, there are some questions which I'm not going to uh, talk about because um, they just were, some of them are quite vulgar and some of them um, were just not relevant to uh, anything, really. However, the um, the ones that I am going to talk about, obviously, uh, thank you for, for those questions. And I think the theme that I want to build this around is for parents who are working from home and their kids are off school because we're in lockdown and feel like you are failing because you are not teaching your kids. You're not getting that balance right between having a job and homeschooling your kids. And the reason I want to talk about this is because you're not a teacher. The reason that you're struggling with this in the same way that that I was struggling with this is because when this lockdown happened, so let's roll it back. So before the lockdown happened, we as a family were in self-isolation or uh, household isolation for uh, just over a week before the schools closed. Um, So we'd been, uh, so I'd been working at home for that week. Uh, The kids were off school for that week. It it was fine. You know, there there was actually no real expectation to do schoolwork because my son was ill so why would he so it's cool we just kind of carried on as normal it was like an impromptu half term friday rolls around school shut and then the monday comes and we're getting into kind of day nine ten of of self-isolation for those of you that are following the the daily vlog of uh, my self-isolation videos we'll we'll kind of see this coming and there was a real expectation and a real pressure that, that I certainly felt around now I have to homeschool my child and how am I going to do that? And I saw on social media uh, people putting up charts and, and, you know, this is English, this is maths, this is play, this is PE, this is art. And it was timetabled out. And I thought, man, is that do I have to do that? Is that is that what our expectation is? Um, and, you know, I've got uh, friends um, who you know, are colleagues um, and also friends at other companies who've adjusted their um, their working hours so that they can kind of teach in the morning and then um, work in the afternoons and in the evenings. 
And and that's fantastic, by the way, both to the companies that are facilitating that and also to those individuals. Like that is that is tough. But I thought, is this what I, I have to do? And so on that Monday and that Tuesday, I was like trying to herd cats. I was like, you know, Theo, come on, we need to do this. We need to do this. But I need to be on calls all day because I've been working all that weekend because it had really kicked off at work um, and we had to build all those stuff on the website and it, it was just nuts. So I'd, I'd kind of, you know, not had a day off and then gone into this. I'm in back to back calls from kind of eight till eight and also now trying to homeschool my son. Um, and obviously, you know, my, my wife's about, she's on maternity leave. Um, but again, I was like, well, she's about. So surely she just has two kids instead of one kid, right? That's that is not right. And it was really, really hard. And it was only when I started thinking about this and was like, Do you know what? I just I'm just done. I'm just done trying to be a teacher and be a, a, a worker. I, I can't do it. And then I thought, well, of course I can't do it because I'm not a teacher. And that is the one message. You know, obviously, I want to answer your questions. But that is the one message I want to get across. You are not a teacher unless you are a teacher and then just ignore this. But, you you're, you know, teacher teaching is a profession. As in, you go to university or college, we, we have an international audience, um, and you study. And then once you've studied, you then do some form of postgraduate study or, or educational uh, diploma. And then then you're qualified to kind of learn to be a teacher, which you do on the job. But it's a full time thing. And then it's a full time thing that you train for years to do, including as part of that training, particularly in the UK, hands on experience of working in a school. And what we're doing is going... Yeah, I wasn't a teacher on the Friday, but I will be on the Monday. But also, that's just going to be a side of desk thing on top of my actual job. Of course, that's not going to work. That's nuts. So just, you know, my message here is give yourself a break. Like, of course, you're not going to be able to. And and actually, let me rewind. If you are doing this and it's working for you, hats off. Carry on. Love it. But for the 99.9% of you that are worried about failing, that, that think that you're letting your kids down, like, honestly, this is just a dot in their educational, you know, CV. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, they're quite resilient. Uh, I've, I've just finished doing um, a podcast recording, which is why uh, for the YouTube amongst you, I have uh, beer in hand. Um, with uh, a parent and expert and we were talking about this and saying uh, you know her take was was look kids they they just need stimulation they just need to explore their minds and play and you know emotional development and resilience like you know if you can get them to do some reading and some maths winning if you can't don't worry about it so that's that's my main message that's the main thing that i wanted to get across so hopefully you find that useful. Um, if you want to talk about this more, or you um, uh, you know you want to you think I'm wrong, uh, let me know. Uh, again, YouTube, post in the comments. Uh, anyone else, email uh, dan at careerdad.co.uk or, or find me on LinkedIn, 
always happy to, to talk about this stuff. Cool. So onto the questions we've got, as I said, some of the questions were ignored. I have three uh, solid questions and this is where I look over to the whiteboard where I've written them down, otherwise I forget them. Um, so question one, how do you and your wife schedule time to make sure you both get work done? That's a really good question. And um, I think I've probably alluded to the answer in my little rant about how we're not teachers. So my wife is currently on maternity leave. Um, we've got an eight month old daughter. My wife's on 12 months maternity leave. So she doesn't have work to do in the traditional sense, very clear in the traditional sense, being a mum is as a full on job. So, uh, but, but what I mean is she's not, uh, you know, she's not got calls, she's not got meetings, so she doesn't have to work around that. Um, what she does have is a, is a baby that needs a lot of her attention. Um, so, you know, fitting work around is probably not so much of our issue. What our issue is, is how do we ensure that my son gets enough attention? And I think that, you know, my, my wife's fantastic. Um, she is uh, at all times trying to occupy the both of them so that I'm able to do my, my job. And, you know, it's not just doing my job because I've got all of these nice little hobbies like doing podcasts and doing LinkedIn live chats and, and do it, you know, speaking to different groups uh, and diff different companies and, and all of this stuff. So and she facilitates all of that. I, I could not do what I do and the amount that I do it without her. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm just in awe of what she's able to do. And, you know, I think that, um, I, you know, I, and I thought this kind of pre-corona, we're, we're just a team and we thankfully we've been a team for a, a long time like 15 years uh, we met young um and we kind of know each other's strengths and weaknesses we know each other's aspirations hopes dreams fears and we facilitate that um obviously not the fears hopefully um yeah so so that's that's kind of how we work uh, so like I say, for us, my main concern is just that Theo gets enough attention. What I try and do is carve time out in my day. So, um, I don't, where possible, I don't have meetings before 9.30 so that I can get up in the mornings with him. We play, we have breakfast and I just have a leisurely start to the morning. I'm not rushing around anywhere. Actually, for the last few days, I've not had any meetings before 10, which has been great. Um, so I don't have to spend my mornings frantically getting ready. I can spend my mornings just dossing around with him, which is cool. Um, and then when I do have breaks throughout the day, I, I just come downstairs. I make sure that when I make my lunch, I sit downstairs with him, even if it's just 10 minutes, uh, and just be very clear with him that this is the time that I have, which often isn't a lot and there are complaints. Um, but then he, you know, and I, I don't want this to come out wrong. He's appreciative of, of the time that I, I give him. And that sounds a bit crappy, but that, that's, that's how we're managing it in the moment. But it's, it's really tough, but great question. Thank you. Question two is when are you starting the daily isolate isolation videos again? So I think this is, this is, <laughs> um, a bit of a moot question now. So as I as I alluded to earlier, um, when uh, we went into a family kind of lockdown before before it was cool, uh, I was doing isolation before it was cool. 
and uh, yeah, I, I more more so to help me than anyone else. I I just did a daily kind of vlog. So just take little videos, little photos throughout the day, and um, montage them together and voice over kind of what was going on, but with kind of a hopeful comedic twist. Um, because I found it hard. I really find it hard, and and I find uh, I love comedy. Um, and so I just thought, I, and I think there's a, there's a combination of a love of comedy, uh, happy to overshare my life, and also um, just have no real care what people think about me. So, so that combination um, means that I'm more than happy to just produce these videos for my own entertainment. Um, the thing that actually took me by surprise was that so many people found them entertaining. And I mean, I put them on LinkedIn, right? Which is, quote, the professional network. And there's me just, like, rolling around. Um, like, there's, there's kids in there. It's, it's you know, brushing my teeth. There's, there's things that you don't really see on LinkedIn. LinkedIn has probably been one of the heaviest responses in a positive way. Um... And where this question comes from is, so I did my 14 days of isolation and I stopped because I was doing it for 14 days. And so I put, I when I put up day 14, uh, I said, right, this is, this is the last one. It's been emotional, blah, blah, blah. Man, the, the backlash that I got, <laughs> the number of direct messages on LinkedIn, and Instagram was pretty heavy as well. And also my, my wife's WhatsApp. Um, but, but LinkedIn went nuts. You know, it was, was well, what would you mean they're stopping? We, we need this. Um, you know, uh, it was, there was one guy who was uh, saying, like, I don't, I don't know what you're, you're thinking about. The whole UK's in lockdown, as you were, carry on. Um, so, so, yeah, I thought, and, and then I spoke to my wife about it. My wife, you know, I think secretly she loves, uh, genuinely loves um, all the time that I spend doing podcasting and putting myself out there. Uh, but but she she gives me a lot of stick for it, and even she was going, "What do you mean you're stopping? I like these videos," which was telling, um, and uh, yeah, sure you can't stop, and so I, I thought, oh maybe I can't stop. So then uh, I decided to do a comeback, so a trailer for for season two. So this question must have come in in that in between spot of saying that it was over, and and genuinely, I know there's some oh, well, this is just all, you know, you work in marketing, this was a marketing... Genuinely, I thought I was done. Um, but now I have vowed to keep the videos coming until we are out of lockdown. So get ready for day 131, guys, because it's on its way. Um, do you know what? I've just realised I've never posted them on YouTube. That's nuts. Why have I not done that? Right, I'm going to have to bulk upload, upload them to YouTube. That's that's tomorrow's task. Maybe Saturday's task. Tomorrow's Friday. Maybe it's tomorrow's task. I'm going to do that. Um, and then I will post them daily on YouTube as well. Why not? Um, great question. So the last question I haven't written on, uh, on the whiteboard because it's only just come in, um, which is handy because uh, the other questions I really didn't want to answer. Uh, so this question is... Let's see, I've got my phone here show you it's all yeah it's legit um may I, may I ask what your thoughts are on crowdfunding a new business so that's a really interesting question and actually 
I wish I'd seen it a little bit sooner because I have a question on the question because crowdfunding a business, I'm going to assume is what do I think around, you know, almost going to a Kickstarter as in this is my business idea and I want people to buy into it as as opposed to um, a crowdfunding of minds is to say this is what I bring to the table what other creatives can uh, what, other, what other things can people bring and how do you almost create a business in a crowdfunded way I'm assuming it's the former but if it is the latter do do let me know and I, I'll answer that um, but assuming it is what are my thoughts on crowdfunding a business in terms of to secure the money cool like um, I think it depends on on your your risk appetite in terms of so if it's something like a Kickstarter, uh, which I've used a couple of times, I think is a great platform. Um, you only get the money if you get the full amount, and you're not expected to do anything apart from whatever package that person has signed up for so there's no real expectation and and it's the same with this podcast right so i um i have a patreon so there are there are a few people who do ne- who donate every month for me doing this podcast they they get sod all basically um i i i say thank you very much um and that's about it and and i i started off feeling really guilty about that um, because I'm like, well, they're paying. They're paying for something. They're not getting anything more for it. Uh, obviously, you can through different tiers, but I haven't really explored that. Um, and I spoke to a couple of the guys, uh, and these are my friends as well, right? And, and I said, look, just, just, just stop. Just don't pay me anymore. You don't, don't worry about it. And and they were like, we just want to be a part of this. We just, you know, it's like a dollar a month in some cases. Like, I'm not going to miss it. I just want to feel like that I'm contributing to this. I want to be a part of it, part of the community. And so I almost had to have a word with myself and let that be. So I'd say, I guess the fact you're asking the question makes me feel like you've got some reservations. So I'd I'd really like this to be a bit of back and forth. So I'm definitely going to message you back uh, and 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 find out a little bit more. But on the whole, I think it's great. I think, um, I think it's great if you've got if you actually have a business. I think if you have an idea, it's a bit tricky because ideas, you know, what it comes down it comes down to personal preference, right? So career dad, I did have a few offers. I had one very solid offer like within a few weeks of saying I'm thinking of doing this thing and subsequently I've had um, one other kind of loose offer to explore about about getting some funding for it. Personally, it's not a route that I want to go down because I don't know what it is yet and I don't want to feel like I owe someone something when I don't even know what it is. And I think mainly because it is an idea. Now, don't get me wrong, Career Dad does make some money, um, but it's only for things, it's basically for me, it's for my time. It's if I do a talk or if I, you know, do a do a do um, an event or a workshop or, or whatever it is, that's not really a business model to invest in, right? So I think if, if, you, if you've got a tangible business, whether that be a service or a product, that you can demonstrate here is the thing uh, and this is what that investment will do, 
then then great i think if it's an idea for something and and you you kind of want you know the million dollars for the idea uh again if if you're kind of wired to be okay with that then great but i I just had to think about that so uh the 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 short answer is i think it's i think it's a great it's a great opportunity and i think if people want to buy into your idea let them um but just uh be cautious that you don't go too quick i think i think patience is and that's the other thing with career dad is that even in the six months that i've been doing it it's already evolving in ways that I never thought when it first started. I mean, I never thought it was a business for one, right? So I think, well, what about a year down the line? What what could it look like then? And what about five years down the line? Um, I'm not in this to have a, a silly amount of growth. Um, I'm in this just to see what happens and because I think it can help people. But that's just me. That's just me. So I think just find out why you're asking the question and what your reservations are and if the reservation is your or you're asking the question and it's coming from a moral and ethical point of view i probably say crowdfunding isn't the right thing for you if it's from a should i do it and i'm just generally curious then yeah do it why not um but just don't don't judge yourself just just do it and be be full into it so that's it, really. We've got through... This is a long one. Sorry about that. We've gone through 20-odd minutes. Um, so, look, thank you for stopping by. If you do have a question for next week's episode of Ask Dan, YouTube, write in the comments. Um, this will be on all the socials as well, so comment when I post the video. Or do get in touch directly, dan at careerdad.co.uk. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy. Stay safe.